The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, if you were watching RTE last night, you may recognise some of this music. So that is one of Ireland's, that is a couple probably, of Ireland's gifted young musicians facing the music in a three-part RTE documentary series which began last night. It follows teachers and students at the Royal Irish Academy of Music and uh, joining me from the Royal Irish Academy is Hilna Milner who is recorder, teacher and conductor of the Royal Irish Academy Recorder Ensemble and Clara and Matthew, both of them RIAM uh, students. Good morning guys. Good morning Anton. Let me start, I suppose, Matthew, with you, uh, given that I think you are the youngest of the, the people in the room. First of all, what age are you? Uh, 12. You're 12. What do you play? Uh, double bass and trombone. And you were saying, I was asking you during the break, do they make the double bass in a slightly smaller size for people who aren't yet adults or do you have to play a full-size one? Uh, there's, I think there's like four sizes. And which one do you play? A three-quarter size. A three-quarter size. And how did you decide that the double bass was what you wanted to play? And how did you decide the trombone? Why do you like them? Uh, the double bass, when I was in pre-instrumental with uh, Denise, she uh, just said it was a good fit for me. And you're good at it. How long are you playing? I started when I was seven, I think. So five years and you're only 12. Wow. Well, the um, same questions, I suppose, Clara, to you. You play what? Uh, in the academy, I play violin, flute and recorder. And... Outside, I play the piano and the concertina. Five instruments. Are you from a Are you from a musical family? Are your Are your folks and your Do you have brothers and sisters? Are they musical as well? Um. Yeah. Uh, all five of us play instruments, and my dad is big into trad music. So you play five instruments in total. That's That's correct, isn't it? Yeah. How many instruments do your brothers and sisters? If there's another four brothers and sisters, how many do they play? Uh, the four boys. Uh, they all play at least two each. That's a lot of instruments. Do you do you play together as a as sort of a family band or do you all play separately? Uh, yeah, we have our own quintet going and we play our string instruments together. And uh, forgive me for asking, but what age are you? Uh, I'm 14. And you started playing when you were what age? Uh, I started at different ages, but um, I started playing violin when I was six. Hilda, does it ever become depressing the sheer level of talent and capacity that the kids have? Well, these <laughs> kids are phenomenal. So I've taught four of the five. So I feel like I'm really part of their family. Um, so I'm just expecting dinner later on, just telling you, you know. Um, they are phenomenal. And a lot of the kids coming into the academy are phenomenally talented. I hate the word talented because we're all talented. Um, but we no. have many, <laughs> many, many students who are working at a level which is at their own level. And it's so important for music education that it's open to everybody. So um, we we take them all. I assume it's hard work. How often do you have to practice, Matthew? Like once a day. And for how long? Like maybe 40 to 50 minutes. That's a lot of work. And that's every day you'd practice, would you? Yeah. And is it sort of scales or is it playing song or tunes or how, how does the practice work? I do scales first and then I just practice the songs. 
Well, this is one of the things that I saw in the documentary, Hilda. The assertion that not only can you tell when people haven't practiced, they don't even have to play their instrument for you to tell. You can tell just by looking at them. Sometimes when they walk in the door, you know, by the look on their face. But I mean, obviously with everything, because we're dealing with mostly classical music in the Royal Irish Academy, um, it takes a lot of work to get to the standards that you're getting to. But I mean, I suppose more importantly is the relationships that we build with all the kids and how that works in their everyday lives. So whilst it's really important for them to be practising, I mean, it's really important for them to be performing as well. And so I suppose what you saw in the documentary last night was at all levels, at third level and at this junior level as well. The importance of collaborative music making is so important and it's it's really at the forefront of what we do at the Academy. Um, so we have orchestras, ensembles, jazz bands, you name it choirs and it's so important for them to get up and perform together. Tell us then Clara what has been your favourite performance so far? Say the recorder ensemble. (laughs) 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 So you've you've violin, flute and recorder so is a recorder has been the favourite thing to perform with? No pressure Clara. No pressure. (laughs) I mean I like them all, but recorder is really fun because uh, Hilda's Hilda's gas at the concerts and stuff. Hilda's gas, that's three. <laughs> so I've been known to wear a turkey head and to do all sorts of weird and wonderful things at, at uh, some of the concerts. So, you know, whatever it takes whatever, to foster talent, exactly. you have to do it. Yeah. And Claire, how do you pick which instrument you're going to practice with? Because if you have five instruments and three of them in the Royal Irish Gallery, do you have to do sort of 40 minutes per instrument per day? Uh, sometimes uh, I practice pretty much all the instruments every day, but uh, some I have to practice longer than others. So like violin, I probably have to practice the most, and then flute and recorder, I practice the same amount, and then yeah. And with Hilda sitting here, do you not have to say that you practice the recorder most? Is, this, is that not what you? Well, because <laughs> <laughs> the no, violin is harder. <laughs> She's phenomenally naturally gifted, you see. So. Uh, well, this is a question that I'm interested in from your perspective. How, when you have um, students as gifted as Matthew and Clara, how do you decide which instrument to foster? Or do you try to keep them across, if they're multi-instrumentalist, do you try to raise the quality of all instruments hand in hand? Well, we have a quite a holistic approach in the academy. So, I mean, all of the Maximones here would have started with our pre-instrumental programme, which is a phenomenal programme where uh, young children from four to seven um, get a, an introduction to music. And then our teachers, Denise and Sinead, are phenomenal. As, like, as young as four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And some schools start them younger. We start them at four. And we do have a, a tots to toddlers and stuff like that as well, even younger than that. So, But when they're starting to be in pre-instrumental, they're starting to be looking at what instruments um, they might like to play. Now, a child might dislike the sound of a particular instrument, but generally speaking, and I don't know what it is, it's a magic sorcery that we do when we say... I think uh, the trombone would be a good one for you or I think a string instrument would be a good one for you. Um, well, speaking of that choice, Matthew, trombone or uh, double bass? Have you got a Have you got a favourite? I couldn't pick. Have you a favourite musician that you admire? Is there somebody either on, on trombone or on a wind instrument or brass or on a string instrument that you say, yeah, that's who I'd like to be like? Uh, I like Luke Kelly. Oh, that's a, a fine choice. Is that something that you foster, Hilda? Do you want the kids and the students to have archetypes and to have people that they emulate or do you want them to paddle their own canoe? Well, the sign of a good musician 
is a rounded musician. So whatever floats their boat, you know, we face the music and hopefully we dance afterwards. So, um, I mean, whilst we're mostly classically orientated, of course, we want to foster. And, and you saw in the documentary how much of our teaching is. So, I mean, very often in education, we talk about discipline. But that the real word means a disciple of. And you saw so many of our uh, tutors and professors are really demonstrating at a high level how to do it. it. It's not it's not something you can communicate with words almost. You have to show. Well, that balance between the classical training and the slightly more informal. Clara, you as a violinist, do you, are you able to just say, I'm going to go to a trad session with my dad and play fiddle? Or do you have to be sure that anytime you pick up the instrument, it is top quality classical that you're playing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was the mouth. I don't understand well. the question. <laughs> no, what I'm asking is, do you have to play classical all the time, or can you play trad and and that kind of music as well? Oh, uh, I you know when I'm practicing, it's always classical. But then if I'm like if I'm trying to like have more fun, do you know, like it's just I trad is I do trad for fun with my dad just to like relax and stuff when we go to sessions. And uh, we're playing at a wedding. We're playing chat at a wedding in a few months. And what does he play? Uh, he plays he plays everything, but he's best at tumusu. And who's a better musician, you or your dad? That's not <laughs> Well, what about that, Hilda, in terms of the kids? Because competition is such a natural thing yes. among young kids. Is that something that you want to see with musicians or does that take away from what they should be trying to do? Well, I suppose you saw in the documentary... Um, like a lot of this documentary was filmed just post COVID and on top of that in the middle of a building site when we were um, bringing our new building to the fore and it's still not quite finished and um, you saw there the immense human spirit that comes forward and the, the, the desire for humankind to actually want to be as good as they can. What do you do in relation to keeping kids with real talent engaged in music? Because as you move and get older, other priorities comes into teenage life. So how do you keep them that dedicated? Well, I mean, we have a phenomenal amount of very, very skilled uh, tutors and teachers um, and trying to keep kids engaged is is a real challenge. But when they know that they're being minded and looked after, you saw very much. I mean, you saw Dr. Melda Drum with the um, the vocal student, Rachel, and I mean, she called her her second mammy, you know, and that is I mean, I always remember the story of um, when I was starting teaching many, many years ago and I was only in my early 20s and uh, I was chatting to a parent and I was saying, oh, yeah, one of my kids, um, you know, broke their arm or something. And they said, oh, how many kids do you have? And I said, oh, like 10 or 12. And they were kind of looking at me. I said, oh, students, I mean, you know, so that relationship is so important. I suppose that relationship is built from the very get go. And if you're lucky enough to have um, some of our fantastic teachers with that relationship, then, of course, they want to come back. Lastly, it is always a very challenging thing to bring fly on the wall cameras in to watch you. And you don't always get a chance to see the documentary until it goes out on air. What was your reaction to seeing it? Are you happy? I thought they captured the Academy extremely well. And I mean, it was a bit like um, they came the day before washing day, you know, because we were in the middle of a, of a build. Um, I think probably I haven't seen the episode two and episode three, but I assume that we will see uh, when we've moved into our new building. Um, and so we're a bit, uh, bit tidier then. I thought they captured that essence of 
what it's all about is that really that nurturing of, of music and musical education is so important to everybody involved. What about you, Matthew? Did you see the documentary? Were you happy? Yeah. Thought it was good? Yeah, it was good. Clara? Yeah, it was it was really weird seeing ourselves on the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it never gets any easier. Um, guys, thank you very much and congratulations on the documentary. And if you want to see it, it is a three-part series. It's uh, RTE's Face the Music um, and there's obviously going to be the follow-up as the Royal Irish Academy moves into their new building. So a big thank you to Clara, to Matthew and of course to Hilda Milner who is recorder, teacher and conductor of the Royal Irish Academy Recorder Ensemble. <laughs> The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.